Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? <laughs> Think about it. My name is Quincy. And this is my show. The Talk to Q Radio Show. Call it go ahead. Hey Q, how are you? What up, what up? Let me thank you for having me on your show. It's so awesome to be here with you and all your listeners. Bad man posted some of the chat room that almost made me choke over here. My man Ray out there in New Jersey. Ray, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? You know, I ain't telling you don't screw. Screwing is cool. Some women are down for it. Yeah. I said some, not all. This is a show that people are supposed to get their opinion and tell what they think. And I think it's offensive to say that a person who speaks well is trying to speak white. Is that it? What's going on, people? All right. I want to welcome all of you to the Talk to Q radio show tonight. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And let's be honest, in, 2000, in, in 2020, um, it's very hard for someone over the age of 21 who doesn't already have at least one child, you know, to find exactly what they're looking for, okay, because dating is different now. You know, dating with children makes relationships a lot more complicated these days because gone is the era where all you have to do is worry about one person. Now you have to consider your mate and his or her broke best friends, Um, especially, you know, the older you get, the more you have to um, encounter this. So how should you approach it? How can you find someone who you can blend the family, you know, and ultimately build a brand new family, kind of like the Brady Bunch? Um, How do you know that that person is just not trying to make you a helper, okay, and you may not be a long-term option? So many questions one has to ask him or herself before you think about pulling the trigger on finding the next bay. We will present those questions to you on this week's live call-in edition of the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinions. But right now, I'm going to do a little show maintenance for those of you who may be new to the show. This show is a platform for you, the callers, the chat room participants, the social networkers. All of you have the opportunities to voice chat or tweet your opinions to me and be heard worldwide and completely uncensored. Because here on T2Q, there are no experts, just opinions. Unlike most shows where you simply just listen to the host talk on and on, I allow you the opportunity to speak your mind. You can join my show legends each episode and discuss a wide range of things like relationships, current events, sports, celebrities, and more. This show is very informal by design because, let's face it, my style is very unorthodox in nature. The topics are random, but they're relevant to what's going on in the world today. The call-in number to step in on your soapbox is 516-595-8306. That's 516 516- 
595-8306. And as I mentioned earlier, if you decide to call in and you get the urge to voice your opinion, then after you connect, hit 1 on your dial pad. That lets me know that you're ready to speak. And please mute your phone if you're not speaking at the time, because background noise picks up easily over cell phones and headsets. Once you call into the show, then be prepared to face my show legend. A show legend is someone who's participated or contributed to the show so many times that they've reached legendary status. They have priority when it comes to discussion, and you'll get to know them by voice over time. With enough participation, maybe someday you can be a show legend. Now, other ways you can contribute to the show is to follow me on Twitter at Talk to Cute. There is a live tweet chat that occurs during the show, and you can respond to some of the same questions that I'm asking over the air in most cases. Please search and use hashtag T2Q to read and respond to all show tweets. You can also join the interactive chat room and respond to topics along with others there. If you want to learn more about me, the show, or the show legends, then journey on over to Talk to Q. And if you can't listen to the entire show live, then you can find T2Q on iTunes, Spotify, Google, Anchor, and any other podcast aggregator, and just pick up where you left off. All right, maintenance complete. 516-595-8306 is the number to the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinions. The chat room is open for those who want to listen from there and maybe make comments or ask questions without having to call in. That's fine. And for those who are on the line holding already, just place, uh, excuse me, just press one when you're ready to join the discussion. That lets me know that you're in the host queue. So we will go ahead and get started and let me go to the phone line. From the 248 area code, the outskirts of the Motor City of Detroit, please welcome on the author, the show hostess, the show legend, Miss Crystal Hickerson. Chris, what's going on today? Hey Q, how are you? What's going on? I'm you doing right. all right today? Pretty good. All right, cool, cool. Um, you weren't affected by the dam that broke up there, were you? I heard, I heard they had a lot of no. flooding somewhere in Michigan. No, it, it didn't affect the um, Detroit area. It affected kind of north of us and the more of the middle part of the state, um, above Flint, for those who are familiar with Flint, above Flint and above, above Saginaw. Um, so it's in the Midland area. If you look on your map, mm-hmm. you'll find it, you know, above those major areas of of Michigan. Yeah. So okay. unfortunately for them, you know, it, a couple of dams broke, but you know, it didn't affect our region in the more populated areas. Well, that's good. Glad to hear that. So. Thoughts and prayers for those who were affected. Yeah, absolutely. All right. But we back to the we did have another kind of we did have another kind of flood today. I just want to mention called um, Trump, and (laughs) Trump did come down to the Detroit area, and he talked to some black leaders, quote unquote, Mm. and he talked to, um, you know, Ford. 
And, of course, he didn't wear his mask. Even though he kept saying that he did wear his mask, actually, he He had it with him. Well, whatever, okay? Um, (laughs) And he said he was making a statement, (laughs) whatever that meant. But, anyway, I just wanted to let you guys know, for those who may have been watching or may have heard about him coming down and some of the reports that came out, I watched it live. And no, he did not wear his mask for a specific reason of him making a statement. So there it is. Okay. <laughs> well, right, as you can tell, Crystal is a huge Trump fan, as you can tell. <laughs> uh, Absolutely. All right. right. Back to the phone lines I go to the 662 area code, uh, the hospitality state of Mississippi. And welcome on LaShonda. LaShonda, how are you? Thank you. Doing good. How are you? I am doing great. I appreciate you good. taking the opportunity to call in. And we'll go ahead and get started. We have a couple of other people holding. If you want to join the discussion, press 1 on your dial pad. That lets me know that you're ready to chop it up with us. 516-595-8306. Okay. So, uh, LaShonda, I'll start with you. First of all, uh, let us know what your situation is. Are you single, dating, married? Do you have children? So I am on the other side of single. I am extremely single. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. At 39 with no children and, um, yeah, so that's where I am on, on that part. Okay. So I'm going to give you the first question then. Uh, mm-hmm. As someone who is single and without children, do you look for a person who doesn't have kids, or are you okay with dating someone with kids? Okay. So there are many ways I can answer this question. Um, uh, right. <laughs> so I'm not necessarily looking for someone that doesn't have children. If he doesn't have children, then my question to him would be, okay, um, do you want children? Because I I can't give you any. So, of course, that would just X them out the box because I can't have any children. So um, that would just X them out if he he doesn't or if he does want children. Now, if – is someone that does have children, I don't have a problem with it because um, I love kids, love them. But he has to be active in their lives. You can't just be, you can't be a Facebook dad. Um, you can't be a child support dad. dad just because I'm paying child support means that, um, yeah, I, I, I pay child support, so they're cool. No, no. Um, and on top of that, you have to have some type of um, relationship with their with their mom. You got to be able to communicate. Mm-hmm. That that drama, I can't do it. So that's that's I'm I'm really kind of open on that. I don't have a specific. What I take that back to. You can't have twenty baby mamas everywhere. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get to that a little later. So I feel okay. you on that. And uh, so, Crystal, let me ask you, um, 
you know, as far as dating goes, do you care if a guy has kids or not? Um, I'm a few years older than, I'm sorry, LaShonda or Shonda. I'm, I, I didn't catch her name, but I, you know, want to honor her. LaShonda. Um, LaShonda. Okay, good. I have a niece named LaShonda. That's why I thought I heard, and I was like, no, oh, that's my niece. Um, but anyway, um, I agree with what she's saying. I wish a lot of women thought more about that regarding the man that you're dating. If they do have children, how present are there? Are they in, you know, the child's life? For myself, being a woman of a certain age, who is my my children are grown. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the men I would be involved with either A, have no children, or B, um, their children are grown and gone. Or, well, <laughs> with men, they they actually may still have children in their younger, you know, who are still in high school or maybe even younger. Right, right. Uh, you know, because they have that <clears throat> privilege as men. Um, for me, I would have to agree with, well, they do. For me, I would have to agree with um, LaShonda because I would want someone who does have a presence in their in their children's life. And if they don't, I want to know why. Because that would affect the type of, person that he is and can we you know actually have a relationship because that affects who he is on a fundamental level so yeah um okay yeah we definitely need to know that yeah all right let me go back to the phone lines to the 985 area code which i believe is the pelican state of louisiana caller what's your name Hello, this is Erica. Erica, what's happening? Nothing much. How y'all doing this evening? Doing great. Glad to have you on. Uh, For my loyal listeners, you may have heard um, a podcast I did about a month ago. I interviewed Erica. She's the um, host of the podcast Dope Discussions with Erica. And um, it's a very good podcast. Be sure to check it out. You get the opportunity. You can go to TalkToQ.com if you want to find that interview. But glad to have you on. And, Erica, okay, so let me let me throw out some information on you that I already know as far as being public knowledge, and that is uh, you do have children yourself. So do you look for someone who does or does not have children? At this point in my life now, it doesn't matter if they do or don't. I used to only date guys who had kids when my kids were smaller because I just felt like they would understand more um, and be more, um, you know, be more understanding that I do have kids and I have to, you know, kind of be very active in their lives. And so I used to only date guys who had kids. But now at this age, when my kids are older, it, it, to me that doesn't really matter if they don't or they do. I would I would date anyone if they're a good person. Okay. All right, so cool. And let's see, caller in the 706, I'll get to you in just a moment. LaShonda, let me go back to you. Is there a limit on how many kids someone can have when it comes to dating a potential mate? Do you have a cutoff? 
Um, hmm. Yes, and that goes back to um, my first response. I said that he could not have 20 baby mamas everywhere and, and 382 children. No. Um, I would say... <laughs> That's a record. At least... <laughs> at, maybe maybe four, three or four. But, again, that would have to also depend on him being active and present in their lives. Um, for example, I used to date someone a long, long time ago. And at the time that we dated, he only had three. He is about 10 years older than me. So fast mm-hmm. forward to now, he has about, what, eight, seven or eight children now? And okay, so he's think, starting a football team. Yeah, about five or six months, uh, uh, mothers. Would I date him again? Absolutely not. All right. And, and let me no, go back to the <laughs> All right. <laughs> let me go back to the phone lines to the seven oh six area code, which I believe is in the peach state of Georgia. Caller, what's your name? Angel Charmaine. Angel Charmaine, how's it going? All is well. How you doing, Q? I am doing great, doing great. Glad to have you on. This is Angel of the Speak Up Sis podcast. A lot of my fellow podcasters calling in this evening. Glad to have you on. And Thank so, you. and let everyone uh, first of all let everybody know your situation. Married, children. Let the listeners know. Um, currently, I am divorced with a deceased ex-husband. Um, recently deceased. Uh, sorry to hear that. So, yeah, so I am single, if, you know, yeah, <laughs> not dating currently anyone. Okay. And I'm a mother of two. I have children as well. I have four sons. Okay. Now, how old are your sons? Um, 20... I have 16-year-old twins, and I have a 15-year-old. Okay. Okay, so they're all self-sufficient. So let me ask you this. Um, I mean, the same question I asked LaShonda as far as is there a limit, you know, once you decide you're comfortable with dating again, is there a limit on Mm -hmm. how many kids someone can have that you may deal with? And is age a factor, the, the age of the kids? Does that play a role? So I would um I would definitely date a guy who has children. I don't I don't have an issue with kids. Clearly, I have my own. Um I was a school teacher for almost 20 years. So I don't have an issue with kids. However, I will say that I'm not willing to date a man whose children are significantly younger than mine because I'm almost mm-hmm. out the door. <laughs> I'm like, my kids are, you know, my youngest will be a 10th grader this coming year. My oldest is yeah, you're almost home free. in his second year of college. Yeah. So to date a man who's got like a three-year-old or eight-year-old, I'm not, you know, I, I, I say all the time, 
I really don't really feel the need to be anybody's stepmama. I'm good with just being Miss Angel. <laughs> I need him to have kids that'll just be like, hey, Miss Angel, you know what I'm saying? Dad, Miss Angel there. Um, adults or older kids, um, I'm, I'm just not, I just don't want to rear children again. So I, I do, understand completely. That's a stipulation, yeah, for me. Okay. All right. Completely understand that. And I have a couple more callers that I need to get to, a couple of show legends, actually. Okay. From the 732 area code, the Garden State of New Jersey, please welcome on the show enforcer, Ray. Ray, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up, Q? What's up, uh, whoever else is on the radio? How y'all doing tonight? Hey What's there. going on, Ray? What's up, Ray? Uh, doing good. Yeah, how you doing, Crystal? <laughs> All right, and now I'll get to you in just a moment, Ray. I go back to the phone line. All right. From the 601 area code, my hometown of Jackson, Mississippi, let me welcome on the man, the myth, the original show legend, the Minister of <laughs> Sexual <laughs> Affairs, Eminem was shaking. <laughs> What up, oh, Q? Oh, what up, Radio oh, World? Oh, my oh, goodness. What's up? My legend. Introduction. Eminem, that's my boy. Oh, yeah. I can't hear now, baby. Shit. That's right. <laughs> All right. So let me go back to Ray. I mean, let me go back to Ray. And, Ray, let me get you in on this, get some guys' perspective. Uh, now, Ray, I know you're not in the dating game anymore, but just – you know, play like you are on the show. I promise not to tell Amanda. Um, oh, yeah, I got all the experience in that. <laughs> so I'm ready to go. Shoot. I'm telling. Uh, <laughs> hey, it's Ray, does, it, does it make a difference how many baby mamas, excuse me, baby daddies she has? Can that be a deal breaker? A- absolutely. Because if nothing else, she's a bad judge of character. You know, it's okay for people to get their life together and change, but, I mean, you're going to have to find a needle in the haystack in order for them to do that. Now, if somebody has three kids, three different baby daddies at 21, 22, 25 or something, and now she's 40, maybe she can make a change because we see years of improvement. But a lot of times, a lot of stuff you put on the guys, but you have to – understand who you chose to meet with. You know, if the guy already had two kids by two different women or four kids by four different women and then you still, as you, you can see what, you know, a lot of entertainers are doing. But if you see a guy that's got all them kids and he can't afford them, how in the world can you be doing things that are unsafe, that are, can get you pregnant again, and how is he supposed to take care of you and yours? Then when the guy don't do that, then the women want to blame the guy. How can you blame the guy when you knew what it was when you did it? And, I mean, hmm. dating a woman and she has several baby fathers, no, that's not good because if you're trying to move in a positive direction, now that's two, three, four guys you got to deal with if something don't go right. Because if you're serious about a woman and you try to take them kids and you're trying to mold them into what they should be, 
a lot of times you're going to clash on that because they, the woman does not have any discipline. So how can she get a kid's discipline? Now you get oh, my goodness. Well, you're not the father. Hey, oh, my goodness, all we want. I'm telling you, go. Now, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> now, now if she if she doesn't handle discipline, how the kids going to have discipline? Now, when you try to discipline them or tell them what to do, now you got to deal with some old dude who went in the kid's life, didn't spend no money, ain't happy in child support, and you, they living with you, and they trying to tell you how you're supposed to raise them kids. So if I'm a person out there in, and you're dating a woman, there's never all to anything. But I'm telling you, be cautious when you date these women who have kids. All you got to do is peel back the onion. Before you get seriously involved, moving in and moving the kids in and everything else, figure out exactly what is going on, how many baby fathers she got, what do they do for a living, who are they? Because if they they gonna make you kill them, you 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 ain't gonna be on the street anyway. So you might as well not even deal with her. That that's mm-hmm. the way I see it. All right, all right, and <laughs> uh, Eminem, I, I'll let you follow up on that right quick to give your two cents. Okay. Oh yeah, that was some. If you some, agree some or great disagree. information, uh, some great information. Only thing I like to, uh, you know, <clears throat> bring to that or whatever, uh, you know, a lot of it is math, man. A lot of it is math. I'm not a a math guy, but uh, but math is a is a a, a constant variable. So basically, you got to do the math with that shit. If you starting out your life, if you starting out your life, and I'm, I'm I'm just talking to the people that's listening, not there in the radio world. You starting off your life, you know, you headed to college or whatever you. Just got a scholarship or something like that. Listen, unless you already know this chick from the hood or something like that, man, fuck that. You try to, you know, do your own thing because you don't know what the deal is. Now, keep in mind I say it's math now. It's basic math. Okay, now, if if it were me, like, at the age I am now, well, shit, you can have eight kids for eight different guys because it's understood. I ain't being nobody's daddy now. I'm just fucking. You know, but see, when you start now, it's different. You want your own thing and all that kind of stuff, you know. But, like, like you know, if a dude is old and just basically, you know, doing a, you know, dating a young chick and all that kind of stuff like that, you already know the deal is, you know. But the thing about it, this guy, kids, he already got his own kids and grandkids, so he ain't really, you know. Um, and then one thing about it, too, most of the young women, with all the baby daddies and half of them call themselves little thugs and shit like that, you're more apt to get into it with a motherfucker when you you kind of in the age range. Now, you're an older man. They looking at you like, oh, nigga, she just taking your money. But, like, with a younger guy, they, they look at you like, nah, this is your competition. You know, I ain't with the chick no more. But then, you know, somebody try to stake their claim. They try to run somebody else off. So it's all this drama. So, you know, it's all about math, man. It's all about math. You, you got to know. And okay. then... You know, it's a double standard too, but it's a, it's a, you know, I'm I'm old school with it. You know, it don't really matter how many kids a guy got, but you know, a woman, you don't want to have all them damn kids because they're gonna be they're gonna be with you. You know, now, that's a lie. you got a bunch of. Hold on, hold on. Uh-uh. That's, that's okay. a lie. Glory. That's a lie. Glory. Nah, 
I'm, I'm, I'm it doesn't matter how many kids. Oh, my. Oh, Lord. I've been no, nobody got time for all them kids. No man got neither. <laughs> well, I mean, it's different, though. Thank See, like, you. I'm just, I'm just saying, look, it ain't different. Actually, it's no, different. No, no, it's different. Dealing so with like baby right mamas now. is worse than baby daddies. Say it again. <laughs> um, Say it again. I don't know these Oh, yeah, foods. baby mamas are. No, 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 no. Baby daddies is way worse than baby mamas. See, like, one uh-uh, thing about no. a baby mama. Listen, uh-uh. listen, 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 listen. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, especially y'all real young people out here, girls out here, if you got three, four kids for four different guys and your brother got uh, four different baby mama women, shit, this dude can go talk to somebody, and his kids won't even be a factor, but it's going to be a double standard with the woman. Now, I don't make the rules. Now, I'm just telling you how it is. That's just how it goes. Baby, you know. baby daddies are more apt to uh-huh. go on about their business because they got other women they tending to. Baby mamas linger longer, and they give more problems. <laughs> Yeah, if they in one neighborhood or something, yeah, but if they spread out, nah, you don't even know, you know. They God don't got even one have baby. to be in the same neighborhood. They call in <laughs> their phone, they begging for money, but with the, but with they the woman, unless the grandma issues. takes care of them or something, they always by your house. Man, so they ready for you to keep slinging the D, although, because they can't get a new man, but they still the baby mama, so they think, listen, let's keep it 100, y'all want to y'all want Yeah, yeah, we keep there. it 100. And, and, and Mr. Ray, let me... Let's back up to Mr. Ray for a minute because I know <laughs> how he threw in that how he threw in for the men if they can't don't deal with them if they can't afford what money got to do with the fact that because first for the women it's a character issue she got character flaws but for him well you know if he can if he can't afford them. I mean, you you got bad raggedy character too, just like her. Thank you. What if she can afford me, all no. them kids she got? What if she can afford no. them? But the thing about it is, this is what I'm saying. If you dated what you saying? If you date a guy and he got four kids, all right, mm-hmm. okay, cool. I got three myself, and y'all sitting there having mm-hmm. a drink and all that shit. If a chick got five kids, I wouldn't marry any shit she could say to me unless she be honest with somebody and she got enough money to cover them. Because if either way it go, it's going to cost me something. And that's the thing. Now you say, well, because all us guys know on this call, if you got a woman, she's single, she got three or four kids, she's looking for a lick. Not lead to you twenty five. 
Then he want to talk and want to run the house when you the dude, you paying all the bills, but you ain't under my father. Like I had a buddy of mine that was dating uh, a girl that I knew, and her, her son squared off on him and wanted to fight. I told him I took his ass to Knuckle City because you paying the bills there. So I ain't going to tell you this, that, and the other, cursing at you and standing in your face like he grown. That's the thing nah, that you got to deal with. And then, and then once you are a mother, you stand there and you look at him and you let all this bullshit play out instead of you checking your son. Listen, I, did, I didn't show it. I didn't been through it. All of this, dealing with kids. Of course, they was much younger. You can't tell them nothing, but they want you to feed their kids and want to take them to dinner when we go to dinner and all this kind of stuff. Oh, no, 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 no. Like I say, all right, let me, tell let me jump you in, got her right? own thing going on, got her own place, no problem. Yeah. Let me jump in here because I got a couple of callers here, and I'm going to have to um, – yeah, I got a couple more callers to bring in. Got a – let's see, another – Show legend dialing in here. See if I can get him on. See the doctor. From the 910 area code, the Tar Heel State of North Carolina. He plays a doctor on the radio. Please welcome Dr. Willis to the Talk to Q radio show. What's going on, man? Hey, what's up, Q? What's up, guest? I'm like, what the fuck have I stepped into? Well, I'm a baby daddy with five kids. I'm like, ouch, ouch, ouch. I'm listening to everybody like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, Bob, all right. you got all warmed up for you. Yeah, all right, go, right. Back, go back to the phone. I have a, another caller from the 662 area code, the hospitality state of Mississippi. And welcome on, Ashley. Ashley, welcome back to the show. What's going on? Hey, what's up, everybody? I feel like the last one you just brought in, like, y'all stepping on my toes over here. <laughs> all right, all right. So got a quite quite a few people on the line, so we're gonna have to be sure we get to our points kinda quickly so we can get everyone as much talk time as possible. Um but Crystal, I never did hear you comment on anything Ray and Eminem may have may have uh, mentioned. Oh my god. Okay. First of all this you know this kind of analogy or blame game goes all the way back to Eve in the fucking Bible. And yes, I did say fucking Bible. Okay. Um, oh, she's trying to read now, y'all. She's trying to read. Yeah. So you can you can take that any way the fuck you want to take it. Okay. But what I'm saying is Eve was blamed. Okay for destroying Adam. But he was, according to the story, he was first. So why the fuck do you have any goddamn balls? Okay, did Eve have to give you the balls first in order for you to understand? Oh, oh no, she was tempted by the devil. Well, maybe devil. the devil had a bigger dick than your motherfucking ass. But the but the bottom line is All right. The bottom line is this. There takes it takes two people to make a child. Okay, number one. And and I know a lot of people are throwing around uh, you guys are throwing around the whole thing about money and you know, and emotion and everything. The child didn't ask to be here. There's there's so many reasons why a child is brought into this world outside of 
I fall in love and I marry someone and I have a child with him. And the father gets to just kind of run away. And it's okay because, well, it was her fault. She was Jezebel. She seduced him and ruined his life. So that's her problem. That's her fault. So she has to raise the kids on her own. And the only thing we can do for men is charge them with making sure they make their payments, which is bullshit. And the only reason why that came about in the first damn place, and I remember because I was alive and well in the 80s when that law came down where they said, if men do not pay child support, they will go to jail. I remember that. And so, and the only reason why that law came into place was because there were so many men doing just that. They were leaving and they were going about their business. Not only that, men would take whoever they were in the relationship with, in other words, whoever they were fucking at the time, or whenever they decided, okay, I want to be a man, I want to be a father now, whoever they screwed before that doesn't matter. Whatever kids they made before that doesn't matter. They want to focus on their kids currently. So they have the legit kids that they finally marry some woman, have children. (laughs) Those are the only kids they give a shit about. And everybody else just has to wait in line and hope they get their check. And it's such bullshit. And, yes, this is a sexist thing. And I get get so sick and tired, especially black men, talking about, oh, I'm sorry, you shouldn't have had the kids. You shouldn't have laid down. Well, you want to talk about math? Do the fucking math. You talk about all these women are out here laying down with all these men, but do the math about the men, okay? Future, the rapper, has eight fucking kids. His goddamn baby mamas maybe have one child, maybe another one has two kids or whatever, but he has eight fucking kids. It don't matter. That's, oh my God! It, does it doesn't matter. No. Okay. Can she afford each one? Can she afford her two kids what? that he does not what? pay child support for, or that he what? talks about you her know. in in the right media? Now, she's a fucking whore. You know, but he's oh, he's a great guy. What the fuck? You don't think Steve Harvey told Lori Harvey about future? She's still over there. Now you tell me what sense that means. Look, let me tell you something. Give me my motherfucking check. Yeah, you check. tell me what's up. Give me my goddamn <laughs> check. Because you are not going to come and take care of your kids. You are not going to do all this shit. Now you got your little funky-ass wife. I don't give a fuck about her. <laughs> give me my oh. goddamn check. And if you don't give me what my check, is? then guess what? We got a problem. We got but a problem, nigga. We got a problem. <laughs> okay. The women so, wonder why the guy left. Good, leave, nigga. Give a fuck, please. Oh, leave, Lord. Me... leave. Just give it's me my text. That's all I'm saying. That's. <laughs> all right, let me jump in here. This is this is getting way off the rails. Let me jump in here, and uh, I gotta get back to some questions here, and not just dwell on that particular uh, topic, but. 
Uh, Dr. Willis, I'll go back to you, man, and ask you, when it comes to dating a single parent, how important is the parenting style? Like, for example, you know, maybe one person believes in spanking and the other one doesn't. <laughs> or, you know, or maybe one person curses at their kid and the other one doesn't. Uh, is that important when it comes to dating, or is that just something that kind of works itself out? Uh, for me, I think it's about compromise, but um, I, I'm going to go on and say that it is very important because if you get with someone who don't believe in spanking, and and you you know you're type that you know don't you know you know spare the rod or to spoil the child or whatever, then it could uh, create a lot of division in the uh, in the home. So uh, it, it's, it's super important. Uh, but as far as myself speaking for myself, as long as uh, it's not detrimental to the child uh, or it's not harming the child or anything like that, uh, I can compromise pretty much any parenting style. So if you believe in spanking, as long as you ain't beating them, fine. If you don't want to spank them. Then you know we'll find other you know we're, we're working on it and find other means uh, of punishment you know whether it's time out take stuff away put them in the corner who knows you know but I I believe those things could be uh, compromised on and worked out. Okay, and Ashley, what's your take on it as a mother of two? How do you feel about parenting style? Does that make a difference when it comes to dating someone long term? Uh, dating someone long term, yes. Because, like, uh, the father of my second child, he got with me when my first child was turning one. And, it's like, we were together almost five years. And I believed in whooping my child, but not as much because I used to get whooped and I know I didn't like it. But he really forced discipline. Like, whooping a child was right up his alley. So I kind of sat back and let him take the reins with that after a while because I trusted him. And he took care of the child like it was, you know, his own. But now it's like I don't really. I'm kind. Of, I've gotten laid back as a parent myself. I don't really have to whip my kids. All I do is give them that look, and they're like, "Okay, I got to straighten up before Mama gets me." So I definitely feel like dating somebody. It's, it's all about compromising. If one parent doesn't like to whip, I guess the parent, well, the child, whoever the child belongs to, obviously they have the last say so, and. What happens when the discipline comes in with the child? But I, I just feel like it's all about compromise. All right. I'm sorry. Shonda, circle back to Lashonda. Yeah, I'm here. Yep. Okay. Um, speaking to what Ray and Eminem were kind of alluding to earlier, well, not alluding to what they said earlier, uh, LaShonda, how can you tell, tell if someone is looking for a true long-term relationship or maybe they're just looking for help or a come-up? How do you know if someone with a kid <laughs> is really interested in you uh, for you? Uh, Q, I'm still trying to figure that shit out. I still ain't got it yet. Um <laughs> That is that is still the mystery, but I I don't know. I can't. I really I don't know. Now it was one guy that I did date. He had um, two little girls. He didn't have them too often, like through the week. He just had them on the weekend, but you could tell he was very lost. So I did have to kind of you know lend a, a helping hand. And when I wasn't there, he was wishing I was there. 
to help him out. Um, but other than that, um, somebody with kids looking for me to, to just be there to help him. Get, no, I have not had that, that issue. Okay. And, Erica, let me go back to you and ask you, um, how can you tell if someone is, you know, interested in you or maybe they're just looking for help? You know, you have some guys who are looking for someone to do their daughter's hair or, you know, a babysitter when they hang out or somewhere to go to play PlayStation to get away from the kids, things of that nature. How can you tell that they're really interested in you, Erica? Um, I pay attention to... You know, how, how they interact with me, how they treat me, how, are they interested in me as a person um, getting to know me and not just rushing to be in my presence and be around me. You can you can tell the difference when somebody is into you or when they're into, you know, what comes with you, the benefits of being around you. And um, I don't I don't play that, you know, like, you're not even I don't even let people like in my personal space for like the first six months. If we gonna if we're really trying to get to know each other and build a connection, we don't have to do that in each other's house. We can okay. do a whole lot of other things out there in the world besides sitting up at each other's houses. So that's right, how cool. I I um figure that out. All right. Back to the phone lines I go, to the 470 area code, which is, um, I'm not mistaken, in the ATL. And yes, sir. Let's see. Welcome on, my man, Raphael. What's going on? What's going on, Q? How you doing? I'm fine. I'm getting some feedback from somewhere. I'm not sure. Let me see if it. And, yeah, it might be your line, Raphael. I don't know if you have anything else playing in the background, but I'm getting some feedback. So um, let me let me let me swing back around to you, and let me go back to to Eminem, and Eminem really quick. How can you tell when someone's looking for a come up, or if they're really um, looking to have something real with you? Oh man, uh, well if they're looking for a come up, I mean that's that's pretty much a dead giveaway because most of the conversation ain't going to be too much about you. It's going to be about you know, you know, you know where you work at or. Uh, where you live at, little stuff like that, you know, little little pickups to see kind of maybe what kind of uh, tax bracket you might be in, you know. Uh, now, <laughs> now, 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 one that's age old, you know, and a, a lot of women, uh, well, most of these women on here are young. Y'all too young to know about this shit. But, you know, back in the day, uh, Bobby done probably heard about it. He a young man himself, but he, he done heard about it. See, back in the day, women used to be schooled on guys when they go off to the military. And this back before black folks had good jobs and shit. But, you know, like if a dude went to the military and, you know, he was, you know, made it to retire or whatever, when he got about 55 or whatever, that's when all of a sudden young girls would be on him like fleas on a damn stray dog, you know what I'm saying? Because they know you're getting that check coming and then you're probably going to be you know, more apt to spend it and stuff like that. But, you know, um, but if somebody really into you, I mean, most of the time the conversation about what you got, uh, you know, uh, it, it'd be more like a personality thing. I mean, if they really into you, but, uh, you know, you know what I'm saying? But it all depends on how how the dude plays, you know, 
when now that is all on the dude. You know what I'm saying? It's like, well, hey, now you talking about money? That's that's fine too. You talking about money? We talking about fucking. So <laughs> you know, hell with your kids at this point. You know, but you know, but uh, <laughs> you know. You know, but if you're trying to build something, yeah, yeah, you don't want to hear all that shit then, you know. All right, all right. <laughs> and uh, let's see. And looks like Raphael jumped, dropped off us. Wait for him to get back in and maybe get, jump with him the next question. And so let me go back to Angel. Angel, in your opinion, is it harder for a woman um, – with multiple kids to find someone who's serious about dating, or is it harder for a man with multiple kids to find someone who's serious? It's harder for a woman uh, who has multiple children to find someone versus a man. Um, Here again, I think it's that whole double standard thing. Clearly we've seen that on this call. Um, (laughs) But the world is just like that. Um, people have their own funky little ideas about um, women who have multiple children. Um, of course, people automatically assume that a woman who has multiple children, um, she's looking for a daddy for her kids or, you know, she ain't got no money, so she's looking for somebody to, to pay for something for her kids or like we heard earlier, people just think that a woman who has multiple kids, you know, uh, just made bad decisions. Um, so there are so many negative things that are uh, thrown towards women who have multiple children that a lot of men, they sit in those stupid stereotypes, whereas women actually are a whole lot more forgiving. We give a whole lot of grace um, to men, and actually when, you know, oftentimes you'll meet women who have multiple children, they all got the same daddy, you know, or, you know, people don't think, like for me, my children, I was married, you know, I've got four kids, two are twins, and they and they, and they had a daddy, you know, um, and mm-hmm. people, they see that I'm single now, but they don't realize that their father's deceased, you know, so it's things like that, the assumptions make it difficult for women Mm. who have multiple children. But men, people don't just, you know, women just half the time the woman is dealing with him. And so if she's feeling him, she's willing to accept if he doesn't have, if he doesn't exhibit deal breakers, then she's willing to accept him, his children, you know, it's a lot of women who even are okay with, you know, having some type of an amiable, amicable relationship, even with baby mamas, if they really want that man. But we are not given the same kind of grace. And I think it's because of those stinking little stereotypes that, you know, everybody just keeps screaming about, but they, <laughs> it's just not true for all of us. And not, and I'm, I'm not even gonna say the majority. And I'm not a little girl. I'm I'm a woman of a certain age as well. I've been I've been in this world for a minute too. And I'm gonna say that, you know, there are a lot of grown women who do not have all those issues. But because the stereotypes are out there, you know, people just throw them at us. 
And so gotcha. it just makes it, it just makes it a little more different, difficult for us. Okay. Let me get a male's perspective. Let me try Raphael again. You on, man? Yes, sir. Can All right. Me now? Man, Raphael joining from the Can't, Can You Blame Me podcast. Did a great episode just recently about Ahmaud Aubrey, man. I really enjoyed that. And um, give your two cents, uh, Raphael. I mean, who has a harder time finding someone to love, a woman with multiple kids or a man with multiple kids? Raphael, you there? Did I lose them? Sound like it. All right, with well, Dr. Willis, I'll let you answer that question. Um, I think that when, when people answer this question, they, they think about their own particular situation. Um, but if you think objectively, I think it's, I think it's equal across the board, if you, if you want to be honest, because a woman, no matter how many kids she got, she's gonna pull a man. Uh, you know, you know, every woman is attractive to somebody out there, and some dude out there is either looking to fuck, settle down, or something. So, in no, in, ter- in those terms, I'm, I'm being honest. In those terms, they they can find they can find a man. A guy with a guy with kids, he has it just as hard because, you know, um, you know, women think that okay, well, he's loose or he. He ain't serious, he ain't ready to settle down. And they may not know the, uh, the full situation. So I think that, you know, both sides have it difficult, but both sides also have it, you know, easy. You know what I'm saying? Depending on where they look, what they're willing to accept, you know, and things like that. So, um, but a lot of times we all take our own personal situations in, in, in consideration when we start answering these type of questions. I like to try to look at the broader picture, and I think that it's, uh, it's kind of equal across. Okay. All right, cool. So let's get ready to to wrap this up. I have a couple more questions, and I'm going to swing back to – let's see. Let me swing back to to Ray on this. So, Ray, given all the things you believe and, you know, what what you said this evening, what's the best way to approach a relationship with a single mother? Well, I I think if you meet her and she has – kids and she lets you know that up front because a lot of times they don't tell you that up front because they're afraid to. Now, I keep getting pot shot at the night, you know. I ain't going to respond in a negative way because we going to take the show left. But I will say that um, I think if you're a guy and you're dating a woman that has kids, you have to find out what she's about. If she's about having a relationship, like all this dating and you, I can't come to your house and all that, you can miss me with that. I, that wouldn't be the one for you because to me in a relationship, once you start dating someone and you start getting serious about them, hey, you can come to my house. You can have access to my phone if you need it. You can come to my job if you have to or you know, any anything that you need, you're supposed to be open to that. Now, if I say, oh, I don't trust you and you can't come to my house, but you you, you fucking in the car, you fucking in the park, you fucking in hotels, but I can't come to your house. That That's the type of thing. Listen, I'm just telling you what went on in the 90s and early 2000s, and that's how can you get a serious relationship like that? 
Now, if you tell a woman, you say, hey, listen, um, I'm serious about you. I can see that you had kids, and I think that, you know, I want to be here long term. I think you should have that conversation. But once again, it's too many mothers, in my opinion. And we got one, two, I believe we got four, four or five guys on this call. When you have a woman, you dated a woman with kids, okay, you can't say that for all. You can't say all or nothing. But most of these females, they out here having sex, being negligent. I mean, it went so far right hand to God having sex with the kids right there in the room. Now, this is what I'm saying. How can you be serious about somebody who's doing stuff like that? Now, we can say, well, (laughs) we can say, okay, well, I'm this, I'm that, but let's look at the history. See, anytime you have an opinion and folks get red hot mad about you, and if you said, oh, you start talking about bad husbands, and I'm, I'm I'm not getting upset about that. You say anything you want. But anytime you start making facts, oh, this is stupid, this is this, this is that, hey, that already tell me what's up. Every guy on the call know I'm telling the truth. Now, I'm not disrespecting all women because some women do what they need to do. They take care of their kids. But if you dating a guy who's already in a bad situation and you putting yourself in a worse situation, that's as much your fault as it is his. I'm not exempting the fellas from anything. They're irresponsible. They need to do okay. what they need to do. But as a woman, you got to understand what position you put yourself in. And if you're single now, you ain't got to do whatever. You got to ask yourself, why is that? Because anytime anybody have a conversation and you feel like you want to jump all over them instead of explaining your point of view. So all right. that's what I say about that. <laughs> okay. The enforcer. Uh, Raphael. Raphael chimed in from Facebook. He's having, when I'm um, having some difficulty, can't get him back on the line, but he chimed in from Facebook. And he says, I think the woman has a harder time because we have, we as in men, have low tolerance for women with multiple kids, but women have high tolerance for men with multiple kids. So that's his take on things. And so last question before we get to our final thoughts, and I'm pretty sure the final thoughts are going to be super interesting. Uh, once I get to everyone, but uh, <laughs> Ashley, let me ask you this. Um, no, I'm sorry. Before I get to you, Ashley, let me go to LaShonda. LaShonda um, is single without kids. LaShonda, let me ask you this. What do you do when the kid doesn't like you? All right? You're vibing with dude. Y'all getting along, but his kid doesn't like you. I haven't had that problem. They all like me. They love me. Let's imagine you're not end so up calling me. They end up calling me mom. Like, I, I have a million kids, but I just didn't birth. But, oh, if the kid didn't. Huh? Yes. So, yeah, what happens I if see, they don't I like see. you? What happens, sister? No, if they like you, why you ain't stick around with the dude? Why is me as a kid? So you moving on, moving on, moving on. Why you didn't stick with the guy? That's all I want to know, sister. Honey, that's a, that's another topic for another day. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have time to discuss that right now. If the child did not like me, um, 
how would I approach the situation? Yeah, I mean, um, would you the relationship? Do you continue? What do you do? I think it really depends on where uh, he and I are, where where we are in our relationship. Um, there would definitely need if if we're going somewhere, there there would definitely need to be some conversation. Um, between him and that child, what's the problem? Um, can we be more open-minded? Man, I'm just, I'm just different. I'm just really different. Um, I don't know. I think, I think it would, I think it would just really depend on where, where we are in our relationship. Because we we may not even have to discuss anything. It could be early on. It's like, look, you know what? I just mm-hmm. really don't have the time for it, nor the patience. And I can just say, hey, I'm. This is not. This ain't what it is. Or I could just be me, period, and just sit down with the kid and like, hey, what's what's really going on? Because we're not we're not vibing. It's it's not happening. What's going on? And that's typically what I really would do. But um, but it just really depends. On where we are. All right, Ashley, how do you feel about it? How, what if you're dating dude and y'all been rocking for a little bit? You know, long enough for him to actually, you know, for you to call him your dude, but um, his kid just doesn't like you. Well, if his kid didn't like me, I would, I would do um, what Lashonda said. I would sit the child down. But before I do that, I would try to find different ways and different things that the kid would like. But if that doesn't work, I would definitely sit the child down and let them know where I'm coming from because, like, the dude I talk to now, we've been together for a year. And my youngest, she she's a tough cookie. Like, she started off when I first let them all meet. She started off, she liked them, and, you know, well, she liked them. And then all of a sudden, out the middle of nowhere, she was like, ugh, why are you here? I don't like him. I was like, why? But I kind of figured where it was coming from due to other things that was happening. And I quickly mm-hmm. sat her down. And I was like, he didn't do anything at all to you. So you don't treat nobody like that. I said, I don't raise you like that. So if somebody's telling you to treat this man this way, I said, you need to stop it and stop it now. And now they're like the best of friends. They were out here in the yard earlier today <laughs> while I was burning boxes, talking and and like he was educating her on some stuff, and it's 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 just all about how you handle it. Okay. And Dr. Willis, what about you? What what do you do if the kids don't like you, or maybe your kids don't like her? Uh, I've been in that situation actually. Uh, with my daughter uh, didn't like she didn't like uh, one of the young ladies I was dating, and I was really feeling her. But um, when they, when I realized that they couldn't get along, I just I had to cut it. I had to cut it loose because it was it was going to come down eventually to me choosing my daughter or me choosing her anyway. So I had to let it go. And uh, on the flip side of that, if I was in that situation, the kid didn't like me, I would probably give it about a good three to four weeks max. I mean, I know how I am with children and stuff, so I know that I usually get in pretty uh, pretty quickly. But if I can't get it done within that time frame, then I'll drop out because, like I said. Same thing. Either at some point it's gonna cause a uh, cause a division between me and that that young lady, or me and her child. And I'd rather be between me and her, or we uh, well leave early in the situation, early enough in the situation, than for her to ever have any type of conflict with her children. 
so I wouldn't, I wouldn't even put it in that predicament. I just get out of uh, if, if I can't make it happen within a matter of weeks, then I just get out of it. All right. Well, we'll get ready to wrap this up as fun as it has been. And uh, I'll go around the room and try to get final thoughts from everyone. And um, let's see, Crystal, I will start with you and give your final thoughts. Well, um, my final thoughts is basically um, I want to piggyback on what, you know, Bobby was saying. Ultimately, um, it has to do with his children. If I am interested in a man who has children who are still a minor and that are dealing with um, my, um, dealing with me and maybe they don't like me, a lot of times with children, it's not so much they don't like you. They don't like the situation. They don't like the fact that their mother is not there and that um, whether they're you know alive or dead. And they don't like the fact that I have to deal with this new person. And so they're dealing with their own grief of losing their mother or their mother is, or them, them being, you know, shepherd back and forth between homes. I mean, it's, it's a lot that a child is dealing with. You have to look at the age of the child. Uh, are they teenagers? Are they um, still, still developing in the younger stages? And you have to look at, that there's so many different things, but in the bottom line is though, it's all about them. It's about the the children, and I don't see there is any reason why I I should sacrifice or him to sacrifice their children's happiness or development just because we want to be together. When you become a parent, all of that kind of stuff the window. It really does. And for me, I didn't necessarily have to deal with that because um, when my children got to a certain age, especially my daughter got to a certain age, I stopped dating. I I literally stopped dating um, because she became a teen, preteen, and she, you know, (laughs) started looking a certain way. And I just didn't want to involve, not not that I suspected any of the guys of the, at that time, in the guy I was dating um, would, you know, would be someone who would abuse her. But I didn't want to take that chance. That was my choice. I don't recommend that for every woman, of course. Um, but mm-hmm. that, that was my choice. But the bottom line was in that situation and other situations, you always have to look at what is the best base development for my child. And uh, it may not, of course, be an abuse situation. It could just be maybe they need more time to understand what is happening in their world. And and you as parent, whether you're the mother or the father who's the primary custo- you know, custodial parent, I mean, you, I mean, you have to sacrifice certain things. And um, if that means that, yeah, I'm going to have to wait another five years, four years, whatever, for my child to get to a certain age, and then I'll date. Then I'll, I'll, you know, try to find someone for myself. Because really that's what it's really about is for myself. Um, So all those things have to be taken into consideration. But when it comes to dating someone with children, whether it's the male or the female, 
that should be and always should be your primary focus. And if your child um, is saying, you know, I don't like this person, first you figure out why you don't like this person. Is it ju- is it just what I just said? Is it just I don't want to be in this relationship because I'm, I'm pissed off that my mom is not here, my dad is not here? Or is it something else? Is it something that is actually happening that you don't want to um, – you know, talk about or deal with because you're, you want to hold on to this person in this relationship. So, again, it's all about the children, and that's that's what's most important. So those all are my right. final thoughts. Thank you very much, ma'am. I appreciate you joining the show. And um, you have a secret admirer on Facebook. And LaShonda. I always do. Your, <laughs> LaShonda, <laughs> your final thoughts, please. Um. This is a really good discussion. I really enjoyed it. And it's been my first time. Um, Back to me being single, no children, biologically, I have a very, very special situation where uh, with this guy that I used to date. And um, we dated for a while. We started out being friends, and I met his his two children. Um, And... um, I refer to them as my children, my daughter and my son. My son just graduated high school. And um, I have a beautiful relationship with their mom also because how I would always make sure to, you know, if if, if there was something going on like where um, he wasn't really spending so much time with them, he worked so much, um, I would always nudge him and be like, hey, let's get the kids, you know, this weekend. Let's do such and such. And he'd go for it, but he would never just do it on his own because he was so focused on work. And I would have to let him know, look, you can be there by child support and, and, and buy gifts and Christmas and give them money or whatever. But the main thing that they're going to remember is the time that you spent. And they're going to remember that, and they're going to need that, especially, you know, when they get older. So now – they're 18 or 20 years old and taking different um, paths in their lives contrary to what he likes. Now he's seeing what I, I would tell him. But we're not together anymore, but we still are really good friends. And their mom thanks, has, you know, just recently thanked me just for being there as a, and, and being a bonus mom to them. So that part is really special to me and it's, it's really important. I just like my like I said before earlier, my biggest thing is is just for for that man to be uh, be present in their child's lives, and that's what I have to say about that. All right, well I appreciate it. So you you embrace embrace the motherly role, so that's cool, and I appreciate you joining the show, and um, you did well for your first time. And Erica, thank you. Your final thoughts, please. My final thoughts on dating and being a single parent is I made the mistake of leading a relationship with, you know, trying to gauge how I like a person by how my kids like them. But that's backwards to me. I need to build a bond and a connection with that person first before I even introduce my kids into the picture because 
I've had relationships where my kids formed a bond with this guy, and then it didn't work out with us because he and I wasn't compatible because I was trying to base it off of, are my kids going to like this person? So for me, in retrospect, I'm not dealing, I'm not, I'm not introducing my kids to anybody for a certain period of time until I know me and that person are compatible on a partnership, friendship, um, you know, companionship level. And then that's when I will introduce them to my kids. And I'm not going to base the success of our relationship on the opinions of some kids who don't take care of me. So, that's what I tell women is, you know, you got to build something with a man first, then introduce them to your kids. Now, if there becomes a big problem where you and th- that person and your kids just cannot get along or that your kids feel something about that person, then then you need to look at it a little different because then, again, you might have some flawed choice and skills. But mm-hmm. in my in my opinion... Build something with a person first before you even bring kids into the situation. Okay. Thank you very much, ma'am. Always great to have you on. Uh, Let's see. Ray, I'll go to you next. All right. Yeah, it was a very good show tonight. And, you know, I want to say to the ladies, uh, we basically saying the same thing. You know, I, I applaud them for learning and, you know, speaking the truth on what they feel the truth is to be. Like, you know, only thing I'm saying is I'm not saying that guys are less responsible and everything else. I'm saying that if a guy has four kids or four different women, it all depends on how he takes care of them. He takes care of his kids, okay, no problem. But the majority of people, you can't be a woman with three and a guy with, with four and think that you guys are going to be one big happy family because chances are that's not going to happen, you know. And all I'm saying is is if you meet someone, make sure that they're responsible. If you meet someone, make sure they're the kind of person who was going to take care of their responsibilities. That's all that I'm saying, whether you're male or whether you're female. And sometimes I think women feel like, you know, being as if they have extra children, that or kids by multiple parents or whatever that people look down on that, which which they do, but it's all about how you take care of those kids is how people's opinion is going to change. Now, um, Bobby said I believe he has five kids by five different women or whatever, and, I mean, he takes care of his kids. He always come on here talking positive and everything else, and I applaud that. But what I'm saying is you have to accept responsibility. And I think closing arguments or last last uh, closing words, I think the ladies did a very good job of that. You know, I'm not here to put anybody down, talk to you, you know, have a good time, but we're also here to counsel if they need it. And the thing is, is I feel like this is a serious topic. It, we really need to have several parts on because you can go on forever because everybody knows somebody in this situation if it's not just in their family. All I was in, in all I say this, 
you know, anytime you have kids, that's a serious thing. And I believe Erica just said right before I, I spoke that, you know, you have to get to know the person before they meet your kids. Now, we would say, okay, well, that's obvious. But previously, she may not have been doing it that way. Now she's saying she learned that. So that's a good thing. I'm not here to put anybody down. I'm just here to say that we need to do better if we can do better. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody wish they could go back 10 years or five years or or whatever the case may be. So, you know, all in all, it was a good show. And, ladies, if I rubbed y'all the wrong way, I mean, I don't mean to do that. I'm not going to apologize for it. That's just my opinion. But take what I say and listen to it. If you don't want to listen to it, keep living the way you're living. I mean, just work it out for you, great. But if it's not, take a look at it. All right. All right. Ray, the show enforcer, I appreciate it, man. And Angel, I'll go to you with your final thoughts. Yes, sir. Q, first, let me say thank you so much for allowing me to um, be a part of this show. It has been enjoyable. I've I've really enjoyed myself. Um, as as someone who's been um, a single mom, a married mom, a divorced mom, all that kind of stuff, I just think people need to be healed, and whatever their issue is, whatever their situations are. Um, deal with whatever you got going on internally prior to deciding that you want to date somebody, period. That's whether you're single or not. Um, And when you get out there and start to meet people to date, know what it is you're looking for, already have an idea of, you know, what your deal breakers are and things of that nature, um, it, it really does help the situation to know up front whether or not you want to deal with someone who has kids or not or older kids or younger kids or, you know, have the deal breakers up front. Then you don't, even have, you don't even have to deal with a lot of the other foolishness, you know, when you've already established those things. And then do what is best for you and your kids, whatever that is for you. It's nobody else's business how you choose to um, take care of you and your children, you know, as long as you are uh, making sure that your kids are safe and you are safe, you know, like Erica said, know who you're dealing with. Don't just bring any old Joe Blow or Sally Sue around your babies, you know, make sure you take time to get to know them Um, and then do what you need to do. I will say, I I just kind of want to throw this out there about, when kids don't like someone else, you know, or like the person that you're dealing with, excuse me. I think when you've got small kids, it's important to hear your babies. And if a, if, if a, if a child says, mommy, I don't like this person, there's a reason for that, you know. Um, and there are too many children that are being hurt, you know, and abused and things of that nature for, for us to not pay them any attention. So for me that that is a that's like a huge red flag when my children don't like the guy. That's that that would be an issue. But um anyway, 
Okay. I've enjoyed myself. Thank you. I appreciate the time. All right. Thank you for joining the show, Angel Charmaine. And Dr. Willis, what you got? Uh, great show tonight. Uh, it's, it's wonderful to have so many people on. Uh, it's kind of bittersweet because you don't get to talk, you know, uh, as much as you got to wait a little bit longer. But it's also yeah. amazing, though, to hear different perspectives, though, you know what I'm saying, that's different from your own or maybe in line with your own. Uh, as far as the final thought, um, the one the one topic about um, um, how do you know if somebody's out, uh, you know, really feeling you or if they uh, if they just need help and stuff like that. I think if you just listen to the conversation, uh, you'll be able to tell that because the person who's really feeling you, who's in love with you, that conversation will most will be like want, want, want. They'll be like, I want to do this with you. I want to travel the world. I want to do this. I want us to blah blah blah. The person who needs help is. Oh, I need, and their their conversations always centered around what they actually need and stuff. So just listen to some of those some of those key words, and you can pick up on where where that relationship is going. Um, in terms of you know the kids not liking the person you're with, um, you know I, what I said earlier may be a little bit extreme for some. I like that I give it a few weeks and then I'll bounce, but. You know, you ain't got to bounce. You just give it a few weeks and then you just get out of that child's life at that point for a little bit, back off from coming around. You can still see the person that you're seeing. Y'all just have to go out. And I and I would even I would even uh, use a little psychiatry uh, psychology on the kid. Be like, you know, because the kid gonna be like, Mom, where you going? Or Dad, where you going? Well, I'm going to see that person you don't like. Well, why you got to go out? Well, you don't want them here. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to ease mm-hmm. them into maybe you know what I'm saying um, wanting that person to come back around and give it a try. Who knows? But um, you don't necessarily have to cut that person that you're dealing with off. You just have to back off in the child's life for a little bit until they're ready. Um, what else? Uh, I think that's pretty much uh, what I – oh, and uh, I, when I came in, I didn't hear what was uh, said before. I just I just basically heard the guy saying, baby daddies ain't shit, and women saying, baby daddies ain't shit. So, uh, so but, um, I think that with that, though, it is situational. It is situational, though, because, like, um, you know, in my situation and stuff, I got three baby mothers. Um, you know, I got one relationship that, you know, was sour for a while, but we're starting, to, we're starting to make it better. And I got two women. I got kids by that we have a great relationship. I'm cool with their husbands. I spend the night with them when I come to town to see my kids. We have a great blended family situation. And I even encourage okay. that. You know, if you just happen to be in that situation, make it a blended family. Uh, the more love for your children, the better. So, um, so that's my my situation with that. And uh, but one thing I would say, uh, in defense of the ladies, we gotta we kind of gotta stop saying that they made bad decisions, because you all the guys on here know that we'll tell a woman we'll get in the fucking moon if we could, and they believe that because you know what I'm saying we, that we're who they're who they're choosing to be with at that particular time. So when we're selling this dream to them, and then shit gets sour and we leave them, we can't come back and say. Oh, you should have made a better decision. You know what I'm saying? Because we, you know, we're basically saying we're that bad decision you made. So, uh, and whether that's, you know, saying that's a general you as, as far as us as men in general. But you know, we need we we do need to cut the slack on that bad decision thing. Now, don't get me wrong; some do make bad decisions, but so do we. But nobody come back and say, "Hey, you guys shouldn't be making bad decisions." You know. So I think we need to cut them some slack on that. We need to. Um, Start holding up on our end of the deal when we promise them stuff. And if it's sour, then we need to try to leave in a, a, a mindful way, you know what I'm saying? 
We don't. It don't have to be necessarily nasty. And I think that's all I got for tonight. All right, Doctor Rubens. Well, I appreciate you chiming in, sir. And sure. Ashley, I'll go to you on your final thoughts. Hey, I love the show as always. But earlier, I wanted to chime in when they were dragging us young people about they're always <laughs> under the baby daddy. They can't let go. I let go. <laughs> I completely let go. He didn't let go, though, but I made sure he let go eventually. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't, like, I feel like Crystal. I want my damn money at the same time simply because I've been too nice. <laughs> I've let um, my youngest child's father claim her on his taxes to keep him up and going. And I neglected myself because it was four years where I wasn't getting any income tax money because I was making too much. And you think I saw a dime of anything that he got? No. So now, yes, I want my damn money. And another thing, I never date people for money because I'm going to bring what I have to the table. I'm 29. I own a house. I own the property that it sits on. Like, if I was to go out and do anything and it was to fall through, I always have something to lay back on. So I'm never dependent on a man. And plus, I have a whole village behind me. (laughs) And then, like, dating this guy here, I've had time to really get to know him before I brought him around my kids. Like, I do honestly feel like we should listen to our kids, but mine, they never spend time alone with people that I am just dating. Never. And then when my daughter said this, she had only probably seen him twice. And I kind of figured where it was stemming from, so that's why I sat her down and I talked to her because it was like, Mama, when is such and such coming over here so we can play Monopoly? You know, and then all of a sudden it goes to why. Why he got to come over here? Why this? Why that? And I didn't know where it was coming from, so she wouldn't tell me. So I sat her down and I talked to her. Now they're the best friends. I don't like drama, and I do not want to raise my kids to start treating people any kind of way if they did not do anything to them. So I was not going to let that slide because I know this man, and this man is a great man. (laughs) But those are my final thoughts. All right. Thank you very much, ma'am. I appreciate it. And Eminem, what you got? Oh man, just just great show, man. Uh, and just having all these females on here, man, that's great. You know, uh, you know, anytime you can get you know women to speak their mind on a positive platform, that's always good. So y'all keep calling in. You know what I'm saying? You can learn. You know, everybody can learn something. I ain't gonna learn shit, but you know, y'all can learn something. But uh, but uh, just kind of you know, <clears throat> real quick, just a quick synopsis. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, um. I've given a lot of advice over the years, you know what I'm saying? And uh one 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 tip or tat I always drop on young young people, you know what I'm saying, is you know, especially uh high school or something like that, you know, the ones that are listen, is you know, I just give them the game before I go, you know what I'm saying? Like uh and I keep it real simple. You know, I know one time I was telling uh the guys, I say, you know, you know, you know, do what you got to do to stay clean, man. Don't don't start getting in the system and shit as far as jail. But with the chicks, I would just say, man, you know, make sure you don't get pregnant for all these damn knuckleheads out here. I didn't say don't fuck. I said don't get pregnant. It's a different thing. So they didn't understand why I wasn't telling them to go to jail. I said, well, jail don't really hurt no woman. They can say y'all broke down or something, and, you know, you can get forgiven with a guy and fuck you up forever. But but on the opposite of that same thing, with a, with a see, the same thing, that'll make you wear the scarlet letter, quote-unquote. Well, dude, you know, especially in the hood, it's a badge of honor. You got kids, especially they in different spots. Well, I mean, people be lying if they ain't never heard this before, but 
a lot of time in the hood, especially, you know, black women, they say, well, damn, that nigga must got some good dick or something. They ain't saying it's a shame and all that stuff. They don't say that till they get older and smarter. So then they end up getting pregnant for this motherfucker. So I be trying to tell them, you know, hey, you know, try to try to avoid the pregnancy part. You know what I'm saying? If you want to experiment and see what the guy got, fine. You know, but, but you know, just don't get pregnant. You know, that's what shots and shit for if you got to do go that route. Um, as far as, like, bringing people around, kids and all that stuff, you know, to each his own. I'm, I'm hearing what everybody's saying, you know, and that's that's pretty much a judgment call. But, like I say, once again, I'm pretty much straight to the cut with that. If I'm there and I'm just there kicking it, okay, yeah. But if I'm there and I'm being the replacement for who ain't taking care of these jokers, oh, no, I'm whooping everybody's ass here, period. <laughs> ain't no ain't no question about that. So, you know, and then, I, you know, that's the female that have to make that choice. You know, but uh, but 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 see now what what I want some of the people to understand. That's right, is, preach to them, cuz. Yeah, yeah, and and, and and see, this is what I want some of these women on to understand. Well, all the women really. I, I pretty much everybody done seen boys in the hood. All right, now when it comes to situations, a lot of women ain't gonna necessarily act like y'all putting the kids first and all that shit. It's gonna pretty much be like dope boy mama. On boys in the hood, you know, like hell, if anything, you might get to fight and shit. It ain't gonna be all this. Well, we're gonna take our time and, you know, and space it out six months. Hey, it should be like that, but most motherfuckers ain't talking like that. Most of this shit is wild as hell, and that's the that's the nasty conversation that that Black America specifically need to have. We need to stop making all these damn people look like they Michelle Obama or something. Nah, you got some damn trifling hoes out here, you know. And, and you know, you got traveling dudes, too, but the same advice I gave my own daughters, I would give the daughters in this radio world, listen, <clears throat> don't get pregnant for these motherfuckers because it's going to be you the one going to be stuck with the stigma. You know, if a dude got a bunch of kids, shit, I mean, they just say, damn, that nigga throwing some dick. You know, y'all ever been to some funerals, especially in the country, man, dude die and a bunch of kids start popping up, everybody's smiling, ain't nobody saying this is a disgrace. But if that woman doubt a bunch of different kids, and they saying, well, that's, that's really this dude, baby, and that's this dude, it's kind of like, damn, man. That, that, it, it, you know, even in the old age, you look down upon. I'm just saying, I don't make the rules. I just live in this motherfucker, so I'm just trying to help y'all, you know. <laughs> so, uh, and, and you know, and I'm <laughs> and like I said, I'm going to just sum this stuff up. Anything to come with dating, you know, for, I know some new people on this show, but one thing about it, you write your congressman, you talk to your senator, then on the lower level, you get with your councilman or alderman, depending on how your city jurisdiction go, and you tell them to pass Bill 1313 and make sure they unadulterated, legalized prostitution. That way you can filtrate all this bullshit. The hoes is just in it for the money. You can get paid. The niggas just in it to screw you. You can just do your thing. And everybody a little happy to help after, and then the few people left who have a great relationship. That's a fact. All right, Eminem. (laughs) I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. (laughs) And uh, let's see. Normally, I don't go back to the phone lines when we do final thoughts, but when you have a show legend, you got to do what you got to do. From the 850 area code, the Emerald Coast line of Pensacola, Florida, making his way to the ring, the man in black, the Buckster. Buck, what's going on, bro? What's going on, man? How's it going tonight? 
What's happening, man? You coming in on the tail end, and uh, I'm pretty sure you've heard most of everything. So give your final thoughts, um, if you can, real briefly, sir. Well, great show. It sounded like the show was really, really good. It sounded like that little bit heated, and that's great. Um, you know, that's what makes the show unique and different. Glad to have all everybody that's on tonight. Um, you know, me coming in, I'm I'm a divorcee, and I actually raised two two stepsons, and then my biological child, um, all by the same mom. Um, my my two sons were twelve and eight when I came into the picture, and then Sean Jr. was born afterwards. So it was really cool, great, and you know. My two stepsons, I do, I'm the one that they call on Father's Day because I tried to raise them right, and I didn't play any favorites between the three of them. So, and that's the way you have to do it. Um, I, you know, it's, you know, it's a great blended family type, you know, situation. So that's good too. And we get along, you know, even though we've been divorced for ten years. So, you know, it's it's a good thing, you know, to be able to blend the families and be able to get along. And it's ultimately it's about the kids. You have to be able to make sure that the kids are happy. But like one of the ladies was saying earlier, you know, you got to get you got to get on the same page with this in, in the relationship with that person that you're dealing with first. Um, that's the only way it's going to work. If you're not on the same page, it's not going to work. You don't need to try to make sure, you know, you got to make sure everything's on the same page with that person and make sure they're on board because it's a package deal. And um, once you figure that part out, you know, everything else should fall into place um, if things happen to go south and go in a different direction. Um, you know, if you're married to that person and you divorce that person, you get, you know, you got to think about the kids as well um, to make sure that, you know, everything kind of stays smooth for the kids because it's a, you know, it's rough for them just like it's rough for you. So as long as you do, you know, keep the open lines of communication and everything should go, you know, the way it needs to go regardless of what the situation is. But it sounds like it was a great show. I'm, you know, came in late, but it sounds like it was real good. Glad to have all the participation on. And everybody enjoy the rest of your week. Stay safe. Thank you very much, sir. Glad you were able to get in. And like I said, I always make room for the show legends. All right, so that's going to wrap things up for this live um, call-in edition of the Talk to Q radio show. The live call-in show will be back on June the 4th, Thursday, June the 4th. So you all can get ready for that. Follow me on TalkToQ.com if you want to be clued in on what the topic may be. Um, sign up for the email newsletter while you're there. So uh, my thanks to Crystal, LaShonda, Ray, Dr. Willis, Eminem, Buck, um, the Pod Squad crew, Erica of Dope Discussions with Erica Podcast, Angel Charmaine with the Speak Up Sis Podcast, very uplifting podcast. Ashley has the I Am Her Podcast, Raphael, Can You Blame Me Podcast. And shouts out to George holding it down on Facebook, Green Beasley in the chat room, Green Beasley from Palm Springs, California. So I hope that everyone has a good holiday weekend. And we'll see you for the live show in a couple of weeks. Peace out. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live.
about what they do and, and maybe change what they do. I never really have a lot of pity for females when it comes to relationships. I was told that I was a man-eater. My name is Quincy. And this is my show. Oliver. Let me thank you for having me on your show. It's so awesome to be here with you and all your listeners. The Talk to Q Radio Show. Follow Q, guys. Thanks. Peace out.